Hello everybody, this is the House of Darkner. Welcome back to a new episode. That's right, you hear me. A new episode of Real Talk. Uh, let's, let's, just, let's just swing into it. So right out the gate, I want to do a couple of things first before I get into what I want to talk about. Uh, give big shout out to uh, our friend Joshua. Apparently, I ended up finding out that he uh, he's a, a fan of my podcast. He listens to it, he said he enjoys it, and, and, and stuff like that. So I just thought I'd give a shout out to one of my new new followers out there. I don't even know. I don't even know he even listened to it. I, I actually don't even know how he found out. I think maybe a sister there told him or something, but like he's, yeah, he's a fan. So thanks for listening, uh, Josh. I appreciate that. Um, also I want to give you guys a hardcore apology. Uh, you haven't been hearing from me for the last two weeks. Uh, especially the, you know, the big deal with Avengers Endgame being out, you know, I know, I know people are waiting for a review from me about the movie and and i understand that and i was very wanting i was ready to do it and i i'm when you heard my previous episode on shazam i was probably talking about being ready to see endgame but uh, unbeknownst to a lot of you guys part of the reason why you probably didn't hear from me is because well i was i was in the hospital uh good want to say two weeks the first uh, two weeks of like april good like two maybe almost no about two weeks of april i was in the er and i was admitted because of uh of a health condition I have, uh, I don't want to get super into it, uh, but uh, the last two, these last two weeks, I've had like two back-to-back surgeries I had to do, and uh, but I'm good now. I'm out of the hospital. I'm 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 recovering. I'm doing well. So that's probably why you're like, man, I haven't heard from House of Darkness in a minute. He's usually giving like two or three episodes a week sometimes, and you guys probably haven't heard because I was supposed to, I was going to do one before Endgame and then do Endgame that Friday, but. My surgery got moved up and things like that. And so, and I was literally after that surgery within like a few days later, I had another surgery that had to be done. So it, it put me down for like literally two weeks. Today is like my first official day back at home. And, and if, uh, so the first thing I did when I got out of the hospital, they're like, all right, you're out. They, 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 you know, they kicked me out of the wheelchair. I got in, got in my, got in my, got in my van. And the first thing I did was head to straight to the theater and watch Avengers Endgame because I literally been sitting on, a week of not even being on the internet, not being on social media because of like, you know, I don't want anyone ruining a movie for me. And that was hardcore. That was a big deal to me. I was like, everyone's like, so what are you going to do, man? You're in the hospital. And then the games, I said, not talk to anybody. I literally didn't. I'm dead serious. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't go on Facebook. I was barely on Twitter. I didn't even, I wasn't, I usually like go do it in the rabbit hole and Instagram. Didn't even do that because I know people, people ruin stuff. You know, even though the even though they had put a not a spoiler ban in it, which was lifted today, by the way, people were still ruining stuff. One of my friends told me that he, uh, one of his uh, workmates sent him an email, literally ruining Endgame. Like he said, "Hey man, did you see Avengers Endgame? And I like that one part with blah 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 blah, like ruining stuff." I'm like, "Wow, that's amazing!" So yeah, I went dark. I went under. I, I went off the grid for like two weeks just so I could not be spoiled by Endgame. So. And so, obviously, you know, this podcast going the way it is right now, that's what we're going to be discussing. So, I just want to, once again, so, to, uh, reminder, big shout-outs to Joshua for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being a fan, man. I got, I'm got. i going to keep trying to keep uh, keep doing this as, as long as I live and as long as people listen are willing to listen to me. And like I said, I want to apologize for you guys not being able to listen to stuff from me just in general because I was down. I was down, and, I, and it was bugging me that I, wouldn't, I wasn't able to record because, you know, when... I don't think you want heavily medicated me <laughs> recording. It would not have gone well. <laughs> it would have sounded nuts. But especially when, you know, Endgame being out, I really wanted to go see that movie 
and, and talk to you guys about it. You know, pretty much spoiler free, but still want to talk about it and and talk to my friends. Because pretty much all my friends have seen it. And you know, I have one of my friends who's like sending me like not spoiling it to me, but like she was like, "Oh my god!" You know, so I was like, "Oh, why you gotta do this to me?" You know, I have like days before I can get out of this hospital. So, with that further ado, let's get into this mess. Let's get into this. Now, I understand that uh, they have confirmed, Kevin Feige has confirmed that Spider-Man Far From Home is the end of Phase 3. But let's be honest, guys. Let's be real. Avengers Endgame is literally a, a chapter closing the whole story arc. The whole 10-year era of the MCU came to a close with Avengers Endgame. And I'm just, it's just, I'm just going to call it right now. I, I know Spider-Man Far From Home, we, we, we're, they're coming, he's coming out in June. We're like, we're a month away from you, and I know that's supposed to be the, like, phase three ending, but Endgame was literally the end, the last chapter between all the first three phases. It really was. It really was. And undeniable. We all can agree with that. Um, one of the things, I was like, I just, I just, real quick, just big shout out to, like, to everybody who was involved, you know, from the Russo brothers to... Uh, Stan Lee, his last cameo was fantastic in this movie. To uh, James Gunn, everybody who was involved in making this movie, and, and and I, the funniest thing about it too, I remember like last year after Infinity War, you know, when we had the we had either I did I think I did I do did I do my review first, and then did Jive stuff with Ian from the Stuff Podcast Show talking about how can you know this beat infinity war and it did it really really did it, it did a very good job of telling the story of all the characters and how they were affected by what happened in infinity war and then like some of them like how they all dealt with it and i remember we remember in a previous episode this was this not i'm gonna just tell you this right this right now isn't a spoiler but i remember in a previous episode they um not a previous episode yeah i was in a previous episode they were talking about how there's going to be a time jump in endgame and we do get that. It, that was confirmed. So we already know that for sure. And we saw it in trailer that, you know, what you call it, his hair was longer, the the blonde was coming out and stuff like that. So there was a clear indication time went by. You know, like, and I remember saying, making a hard read about, you know, Captain Marvel saving Tony. And that was confirmed. We, we got to figure that, you know, in in a, in a in all the guesses and the fact that the, the trailer proves that he was saved. So really, by saying that, like how he was saved is not a hard, hard spoiler. So I'm... Oh, I'm not, I'm not upset with that either. So there, but there, like I said, there are some things in this movie we kind of, I did a hard read already. And so when I saw, I was like, I was happy it happened. I was like, yeah, that ma-, and stuff made sense. Uh, I think this movie did a really good job of not only, I, I kid you not, they, I don't know, they did this flawlessly. Not only did they expand the MCU with what they did, but they also like, revisited chapters of this 10 year movie in this, in this film, they did such a good job of doing it. And like literally closing the chapter in very specific characters, like story arcs. And I'm not going to get into who it is. You got to go see it to see that. But, and I, and I just love it. It was just, it was, there are so many references from previous films just by from character characters said very specific things. That was uh, something that they said in a, in a previous movie or reference to something. And how it was just like, there was, they, they were literally, this was literally, Avengers Endgame is the tribute to 10 years of, of of work that Marvel Studios and all these actors and Kevin Feige and all these directors have put into these three phases. It really was. It The send-off was very, very clear in this movie. It was so smart. It was done so well. And once again, shout-outs to Josh Brolin for killing it as Thanos. Uh, 
this movie, I, I just, this movie was done very, very well. And I'm very happy how they did it. And it was just one of those, it, you just did every little thing they kind of said and stuff. I'm like, hey, that was from that movie. That was from this one. Or maybe he said that in this one. And it just, it was very nice. And I was very happy that he took the time to literally remind us of stuff that happened in previous. Not, and they didn't do every movie. But they made very they, they made references to iconic parts or things that happened in previous films and, and they elaborated on certain things. And I kid you not, I think we know the story arc for one of the miniseries uh, that's gonna be on Disney Plus coming out in November. I'm not gonna tell you which one. You'll know when you see it. You'll know when you see it. Actually, I'll take take it back. You 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 got the plot for two, at least two of the miniseries, and I'm not gonna tell you which those which ones those are. You will have to see it. You will have to see it. Um, there, I know for a lot of people, this was a very emotional movie. Uh, my 15 year old, she watched, she said, you should cry like several times, you know, at the beginning, some start in the middle, and especially towards the, at the end. And I was very happy, but my emotional moment came at the end. Uh, it was very understandable when Tony, not Tony Stark. Yeah, it was Tony, but Robert Downey Jr. said that the, for him, the best part of Endgame was the last eight minutes of the movie. I can see why. I like the movie 100% like all the way through, but I can see why the last eight, 10 minutes of the movie is considered like the best. And it's just, there's a lot. It, it, at the, I'm telling you right now, my emotional moment hit me at the end of the movie. And for those who know me, it will know why when they see it. And so I, it just, it was very good. It was very, very good. You know, I like to say we're two weeks in and, and shout outs to Marvel Studios and Avengers and get everybody involved two weeks they already broke $2 billion. $2 billion in two weeks. It's so good. It's so good. And I went in the theater. And the theater was packed. We went, we went this this evening. You know, like I said, two weeks later, you go in there, sit down. It's full of people. You know, and, you know, people are clapping at the end. It's it's very, very, very exciting. Uh, one thing I want to share with you guys before you, when you guys go. There is no after mid or after credit scene. So don't wait. I don't know if you can with this type of movie because it's literally like it's like a bookend, you know. So I don't 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 sit there and wait through the credits because you're not gonna get anything at the end. So just just so you guys know, you're not gonna get anything. Uh, to what that's exciting to know, so you don't have to sit there. But you know, I I was hoping they would give us at least one, like at least a post credit, but they didn't. They didn't, and that's okay. I think with this movie and how how epic it was, we talking about, and you're sitting there for like literally three hours it, there's nothing else they could do they literally threw everything out there in this movie for you to enjoy and it there's nothing else you can add and there's nothing I, there's nothing you can take away i think there's one thing i would change and that's what i'm going to get into right now so at 1104 for those who don't want to actually we'll get no i'll even say I won't say it at 11.04, but to make it clear, I'm going to spoil spoil one major thing that happened in the movie. It's probably because it's my gripe. It's my gripe about the film. So for those who don't want to hear the spoiler, you know, I'm going to put it in my description about what time you can skip. Actually, let me, where's the pen so I can write it down so I don't mess it up. But uh, I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm almost, it's just one thing. It's just one very specific thing about that they did in this movie that is not, I, I kind of frowned upon and I talked to a couple of people and they kind of agreed with me about it. So I'm going to get into it and right away. I'll give it like 10 more seconds and me just rambling. I'm waiting for it to hit at very, at 12 minutes. 
We'll start, and then I'll tell the, the end part. All right, now. So, here's the thing. <laughs> There's a scene in this movie, for those who have, who've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm spoiling it anyway, so unless you're listening to it and you haven't seen the movie, I just, I'm going to spoil it right now. We've hit the 12-minute mark. I'm going to spoil it right now. For those who've already seen it, you know what I'm talking about. is when Clint and Natasha go to uh, Vormir, they get the Soul Stone. And it wasn't in that, and it was until it was in that moment I realized what they were gonna do. I was like, "Oh no! It's just the two of them. Who's going? Who's going? Who's going? Who's going?" Because we already know the we know the rule for the Soul Stone, right? They 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 explained it in Infinity War. In order for you to get the Soul Stone, you have to sacrifice somebody you love. And so that's the rule. Thanos did it. He used he took Gamora and he sacrificed his daughter. He loved her, and because of his real love for uh. Gamora, it, he got the Soul Stone. So you know, and we all know that that Black Widow and Hawkeye are like besties in this in these movies. They made it very clear they have a very good relationship. She's like an auntie to his kids, you know, and stuff like that. So she knew about his family, even though in, in, in Age of Ultron nobody else did. You know what I mean? So and it's very, and they made it very clear that part of the reason why she's in Shield and even an Avenger was part of because was partly because of Clint. They did a lot of missions beforehand we even before the mc was even existed and he made references to those missions and in the movie so it's very clear that these guys are like really really close friends and so you have this whole scene where they're battling about who's going to sacrifice himself you have clint you know wanting to sacrifice himself because he became ronin in this movie which to be, by the way that we didn't get enough of uh, uh, it was nice reference. It was a nice thing to see him turn the, the, the whole Ronin gear and the sword, but we didn't get enough Ronin. Um, and so he became like this hard, hardcore assassin. And then you have obviously Natasha who, in her past, which we, we hopefully we'll get more of it in her solo film. That's supposed to come out what, in 2020. But, uh, you know, it's, it's been alluded to. She always talked about her ledger being, you know, covered in red and stuff like that. And she wanted to clear it and stuff like that. She, she made that reference before and all the like things she's done in the past. She she referenced it in Avengers. She made a reference of it in Winter Soldier. You know, so it's always been in, it's always been there looming in the background. So they had this whole to do about which one. And they actually kind of fought each other about who's going to sacrifice who. And at the moment when you think it's going to be Clint, Natasha ends up saving him and sacrificing herself so he can get the Soul Stone. And they can take it back to use against Thanos. My problem is this. It shouldn't have been her. And I know we had this con- and I had this conversation with my wife, like, who would have been? I'd have been, here's the thing. I'd have been perfectly okay if it was Clint. I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Hawkeye is not my favorite character in the MCU. He really isn't. And the whole team of the Avengers, he's my least favorite. You know what I mean? So I would not, it would not have hurt my feelings if Clint died. Everybody's like, well, he has a family, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. So I think it was a really bad call on the on the Russo brothers' part and all who who decided that Natasha should die. She was too iconic of a character to be picked off. You know what I mean? After all this work, she's the one who dies. You know, she she did more in the MCU than Clint ever did. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's be real. So I think it was unnecessary to sacrifice her. And so apparently this was brought to my attention. I, I was having discussions with people. There, and it was brought to my attention that what they did in this movie is actually known as a very specific thing. It's a very specific, I don't want to say tactic, but it's a, a very specific move. Uh, it's called fridging. So apparently in 1999, there's this whole to-do about how 
women in comic books, TV shows, movies, books in general, who are like iconic, strong characters or has like a leading role or something like that, or even, or even an equal role with another male character. And then that character, and it, it made it clear that that character would get uh, either killed, raped, depowered, captured, sacrificed, whatever you want to use in, but, and, but take, in other words, taken out of the picture and giving the opportunity to the male character that's involved in that same situation to enhance, enhance or progress his story arc or make him the, the better or whatever it is that's happening in the scene. And at first I was like, no, I didn't even argue because they literally did that. They, <laughs> they literally did that in that scene that, you know, while, yeah, while they're battling back and forth, they still sacrificed Natasha so Clint can go home to his family. That's literally fridging based on the definition and go look it up. It's called, there's something called women in refrigerator. Go look it up online and it's called fridging. It's very specific. It's something that came out. This terminology came out in 1999. It was brought to my attention and based on the definition, I'm not trying to make up anything and trying to say, you know, um, this is not based on the definition. What fridging is, they did that with Natasha and it's kind of messed up because we've had this whole to do to do about how there's very few female characters in the MCU as it is and how that's why that's why Captain Marvel was such a big deal because we got a, we got the first leading female movie uh that happened and 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 everyone was having issues because it should have been Natasha and I just dropped my pen it should have been Natasha the first so, female solo film of the MCU should have been Black Widow and I agree it's the the fact the fact that they finally it was after they announced Captain Marvel that they decided to do a Black Widow movie and is is confusing to me and and i don't i don't know whose bad decision that was in that i don't know who was involved in making that decision i'm not here to point fingers I'm not here to blame people i just know it was a bad call and the fact that like most of the characters in the in, in avengers like minus uh minus hawkeye minus no because even hulk had his own solo film uh nick fears yeah, supposedly getting his own miniseries on uh, disney plus so we'll, we'll, we'll scratch that out but most, like, the, the original roster of Avengers, all the characters had their own solo film outside of, like, Hawkeye, like, as I said before. And the fact that she was the first female character introduced into the MCU, or, you know, uh, for the Avengers, and she didn't have her own solo film. And we're talking about 10 years later, they finally announced that she gets her own solo film. It's kind of messed up. And to double it, the fact that they did this to her character in, now, in Endgame, is kind of bad move it's kind of a bad move and so it makes it very clear i, I knew they were trying to they, were, they were already were talking that it was a good chance that black widow was going to be a prequel which is fine we get to see her past and stuff like that we should know what she's done before before she became a member of shield and member, member of the avengers that's perfectly fine but i would love to have seen it to be like a sequel to like her life after an endgame and and see what she's doing what she's going to be doing I feel like there is, she should have always been, had her own, they should, they should have done an origin movie and then she have her own standalone film after that because like Captain, Cap did, Iron Man did, Thor, they're, they're already talking about possibly doing a fourth Thor movies, you know what I mean? So it is, it is, it is a bad move. I thought it was a bad move and I, I agree with, uh, Red Bread's lady about them fridging and I can understand why that upset her in the movie. For, or when it comes to the film itself. And so I, I say shame on you guys for doing that. I like, because I think Natasha is a staple character. And to pick off her as a staple character in this film, because just to be clear, guys, 
you know, there's only two people that died. I'm not going to tell you who the other person is because it's all, this is focusing on Natasha and what they did with her character. And, and I literally said to my wife, if I was going to hate anything that they've done, it was what they did with Natasha. So that's my biggest hangup was the decision they made to do when it came to killing off Natasha. I feel like that was such a bad move. There's so many other characters they could have done. You know, I'm not saying none of these characters died in the comic because they all have even Thor. And Thor came back. Thor died in Ragnarok in the comic book. So you'd think they would have killed him off in the Ragnarok. And he did come back later. I think, like, someone, he, he escaped out of, like, Hela's, like, universe or whatever. I can't remember how he came back. But he did come back after Civil War. So it's not like he, you, he could not come back. It's just with Natasha, it's hard to. Now, I have some theories thrown at me. This is a good chance that she can come back. It's a possibility, especially with the whole thing about the Soul Stone. But I just think the fact that they chose to kill her off in the first place was just a bad move, especially uh, to to give to open the door for Clint Barton to progress, who is literally the weakest character in the MCU. He is like the weakest. He's the weakest member of the Avengers, like by far. I don't hate him in any sense, but if I like if I was gonna like anybody the least, and, and like especially in the original roster of the Avengers, it'd definitely be Clint. He's my least favorite. So I would, like I said, I would have never had, I would not have had hurt feelings if they killed him off. I'm like, okay. Actually, I thought he was going to die in Age of Ultron. I'm not going to lie. I thought in Age of Ultron he was going to die. Just by the way, I mean, they, they, they presented his family and stuff. I was like, oh man, they're going to kill him off. They didn't, which surprised me. They, they kind of alluded. They kind of tried to do, they faked you out with Quicksilver dying. But I just, I felt personally it should have been, it should have been him. He should have gone. And I was kind of getting, I was like, when they did that and they killed her, I was like, oh, that's messed up. That was, it was such a bad move. All right, guys, I'm, I'm done spoiling it right now. So we're going we're gonna to hit the 22 mark right about uh, now. All right, we're done. All right. So all those who are listening, I finished ranting about the about the, my big issue with Endgame. It's it's in the spoiler section. So if you want, you know, so, so for those who didn't want to hear it, you're good. You're safe. You're safe now. We're no longer spoiling the movie. But, um, there's a lot of good action. I think the pacing, once again, we're back to like the pacing is really good. I think the storytelling was really good. Uh, I do, uh, I do appreciate the development of characters and these, like all, there's so many of these, there's so many moments where it gave these characters an opportunity to grow. And it just, it was, they're still they so good. They're so good. I'm so happy that they did it. And there's this, there's, oh, there's a scene, yeah. Like everybody said to me, like when I they're like, don't go to the bathroom in the last hour of the movie. And uh, first of all, I wasn't even, I couldn't tell when, like, cause it, it is a three-hour movie. To me, it didn't feel like it because I was just enjoying another Marvel film, another Avengers movie once again. And the fact is, like, you kind of know when you're hitting like Act Three or something like that. You know, like the final act, which is fine. You you know you you, you always can tell in like action films and stuff like that. But to me, it didn't feel like a three-hour movie. And I just came out of the hospital and I sat down and watched this three-hour movie. And I enjoyed it and I had no issues, you know, and stuff like that. I have stitches and all kind of stuff and I'm sore. But I was perfectly fine watching this movie. So that goes to show you how great this movie was. Out of the hospital. I literally got out of the hospital 30 minutes later. I went and saw Endgame and enjoyed it from beginning to end. Save for the one issue I have, which, by the way, is in the spoiler section of this of this episode. So for those who are like, well, I just got to know, go back to 12 minutes. That's when it starts. And I, I, and it's the one thing I fuss about and it's a spoiler. So that's why I'm not talking about it at this point. 
just go back to uh, 12 minutes and you'll find out. All right. So, uh, so of course, I feel like Endgame literally did everything I wanted. Everything I wanted. I One of my friends was like, well, oh, I had these expectations. They didn't meet them. I didn't know what to expect, you know, walking into Endgame. Some things I guessed that they were going to do, and they did a couple of them, and the other things they didn't. But I literally walked in here going like, I don't know what to expect. Like I said, Infinity War, I had an idea what to expect because I read the comics, so I kind of knew what, they were, what direction they were going to go. Endgame, I, there was a lot of guessing, a lot of speculation, and I had no idea what direction they were going to take. There was some stuff in there that's a pretty good surprise. And I think they did a really good job of like keep one well, number one keeping it locked down because they said that's one of the things they said there was no like next to no marketing for Endgame, which was very smart. You know, all this stuff they did market didn't spoil anything. It didn't like change the plot in any way, shape, or form, or didn't reveal anything in any way, shape, or form. So when I walked in there, I had no idea. I had no idea what to expect, and so I so I st- I spent a lot of time there like. Patting my, oops, I'm hitting my mic. Patting my leg in excitement, or like tapping my feet. And there's certain points I would nudge my wife, and she'd get mad at me because I'm excited, but I can't. I don't want to scream about it or go nuts because I'm like, this is stuff I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, this is sick, you know. And like I said, at the end, there's they did a very big thing for me. That's a very big thank you, and I'm very appreciative about that. And that hit me like, like I said, that hit me in the chest. When you see it, you'll know it. You'll know it. For those who know who my who my most favorite character is in the MCU. That's not an X-Men character. You'll know what you'll know what it is. So with that in mind, let's 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 lock it down. Uh by the way, I, I, I just want to mention this. By the way, I want to mention this. So um, you know, for those who are on Facebook, your Facebook sometimes reminds you about pictures you've done or things you've posted like a year from the date you're on. Uh interesting enough, today's the sixth, the sixth of May, seven years ago. There's a picture of me short wearing an Avengers shirt, and there's a shirt that's the shirt I wore when I went to go see the very first Avengers movie. So I think it's so appropriate that I went and saw Endgame today, and so it, and so it it mirrored my seven years of of me watching these movies. Granted, I've been watching them since like the beginning, but I just feel like it's it was so cool that it happened. I was very excited. It made me laugh. I was like, you know what? I'm okay then. I'm okay with not seeing it the day of, just so I can have that moment. With Facebook and and just it's like it just mirrors the fact that this the stuff this is what I love to do it really does, but um so 2019 uh, Avengers Endgame you 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 amazed me you blew you 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 blew my mind on some stuff you you surprised me with very specific things you did in the story I I feel like you did you you went above and beyond what Infinity War was. Cause to me personally, I felt like Infinity War is like Infinity War and like Black Panther or like the thrillers of how do you how are you gonna make another movie better than those? And I remember saying like how are you gonna do it? How are you gonna how's Avengers Four gonna be better than Infinity War? The, Infinity War is like near flawless. Well, like and they did it and it's called Avengers Endgame. Now the thing is this game this movie is also near flawless, but because of the issue I have in my rating, I have to give Avengers Endgame a nine out of ten. A nine out of ten because just because of the one issue I have, and it's a big issue to me personally. And for those who are going to listen to it and those who know what I'm talking about, I, I would think you would agree with me. I think there was a bad call that they made. It was a bad move, but I love the movie. I think the movie did a lot of things that were really good. Some very smart decisions with some of the characters and the direction. There's a lot of emotional. T- it was they did so good, 
except for that one thing. It's going to be such a glaring mark on the on a very successful, just fantastic movie. So let me know what you guys think, you guys. Did you love love Endgame? Did you hate Endgame? Do you have mixed feelings? I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about Endgame. I think partially because we didn't know what to expect. I was very happy the direction it took with it. And so I just want to know what you guys think. Do you love it? Did you hate it? What's your favorite moment in Endgame? My 50-year-old was all, you know, fit to be tied about certain parts of the movie. She literally sat down and called one of my boys in this movie irrelevant. I'm going to snatch her hair off. I was like, you almost got disowned real quick. But, um, you know, let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys think about the movie. Uh, we're, we're a month away from seeing uh, Spider-Man Endgame. Spider-Man Endgame. Spider-Man Far From Home. And um, are you excited about that? So we, we're, we're almost, we have one more movie Marvel film before that, that will officially end phase three. So let me know what, what you guys think. Are you excited for that movie as well? Because they just dropped a new trailer. That's kind of a spoiler trailer because, and it says it like Tom Holland comes at the beginning and says, Hey, just let you guys know this trailer is going to spoil some stuff from Endgame. So if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, don't watch this trailer. It is, it, it does have some spoilers in it. So, but it's, it's still, it's exciting. So it's still showing aftermath of Avengers Endgame. So I think that's really cool. It's really smart that they did that. But as far as Avengers Endgame, 9 out of 10, you guys you, you guys were on the road to being perfect, but you screwed up a little bit. And, I, and I'm calling you guys out on that. But once again, you guys, let me know what you guys think. Let me know how you guys feel. I feel happy. I'm excited that I'm back and I'm home. Still recovering. I got like six weeks worth of recovery, and I might have to get some treatment after that. But I'm home. I'm ready. I got practicing. I, I got to do for some stuff for August. I'm going to be back to recording some stuff again. I just It just feels really good to be home and be able to talk to you guys about things nerdy again. Because I literally lay, I literally was laying in the hospital bed for two weeks and, and commercials will pop up all day about Avengers Endgame. I mean, we're talking about on the news. I mean, it was my phone was blowing up about it. I was, I was so fit to be titled. I can't be here and not be able to see this movie. So to be able to be out healthy uh you know able to go watch this movie and talk to you guys about it, it's a very good thing and like when you when you're stuck in a hospital and you have some really touch and go stuff situations and it puts some stuff in perspective and one of the things i would like to do is to continue to like do stuff to make people happy and laugh and, and you know and i appreciate everybody who listens to me rant about this stuff and so shout outs to everybody who follows me there's all these uh, podcasters on twitter that are following me uh, I will. I there's there's so many of you guys, and I I would I, I want to start shouting out you guys. I got to start doing that more and give you guys respect for stuff like that because the fact that you guys follow me and and and, and even if you're if you do listen to my podcast, that's great. If you don't, I that's fine. We're all busy doing the same thing, so we just got to support each other. So I appreciate that. Um, for those who want to support me more on the things that I do, especially with this, because if I can do this as a permanent job, it would make my life so much easier. So in order to do that, in order to help me do that, the one main thing you can do is listen to my podcast. My podcast is sponsored. I have two ads that I have on this bad boy. And depending on how long they are, you only you may get one ad, you may get two. I very rarely will you ever get three. I don't do them long enough to, for three. Sometimes I, I think I have before, but like recently I haven't done that. But by you listening to my podcast episodes and listening to the ad, I get paid for that. So that's a big way you can support me is just simply listening to my episodes. And that's the and that's the cheapest way to do it. Now, granted, they they and so and also in Anchor, Anchor FM, that's who I go to to post my podcast, they have a supporters um subscription you can do. So you can like pay monthly, I think it goes like 
399 $599, $999, or something like that. You know, if you want to help support my podcast, that that's another way to do it. Uh, and I do have a Patreon. It's not doing very well, but that's okay. <laughs> it's all right. But if you want to look into that, because I want to start doing more stuff. Like, I do want to get more merch. I want to get merchandise. Uh, there's an artist who did my original picture of Darkner, and I want to pay him to do more elaborate ones with color. Uh, I have this other characters that the kind of, that team up with Darkner. I would like to do those so I can do, you know, get posters made, get t-shirts made, get like mugs, pins, things like that. So that I can send you guys for, you know, if you, you support me monetarily, like through Patreon or through the supporters, like option in, in anchor. And so it's just everything, everything, you know, in this world, everything costs money. So, but like I said, at the end of the day, if you can't, you can't, you know, afford to do it, that's fine. I get it. I can't afford to do a lot of things. And, but my number one way to support me and to help me and, 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 and that also I get paid doing that is just by simply listening. So thank you to all you guys for listening. Thank you for you guys being patient while I have been dealing with a lot of health stuff, like mostly through April. I mean, I, it's, it's the health stuff's been like going on for a year and a half, but it literally got locked down really hard these last couple of months down to these last couple of weeks. And so it, it made my life really, really, really hard. I was stressed out. I was in a lot of pain. And so the fact that I'm feeling better now and I have more energy, you know, the doctors are great. And so you guys being patient and willing to wait for me to come back on and start talking about. So like, I know cause I have friends were waiting for me to like watch the movie so they can talk to me about it. They really, really were. So I'm glad to be able to come back to be home, you know, be home with my girls and be home with my, with my, with my puppy and, and just be, and be able to plug my mic in, turn on my computer and start recording for you guys again. It's such a wonderful thing. And and so, you know, it's the little things, you know, you, you gotta, you can't take for granted. So this is the house of darkness guys. Uh, this is my review of Avengers Endgame. Once again, thank you for you guys for following me. Thank you for you guys for listening. Thank you for all your support. Uh, let me know what you guys think and how you guys feel. You guys are awesome. And I will talk to you guys really, really soon.